What up? What up, Sam? Sam? What up? <laughs> What's up, baby girl? I got the crew here still setting up, so um, just stay where you are. I'm in my car. I mean, you in the car? Cool, cool. It, like I said, it ain't gonna be too long, but it's gonna be long enough where we discussing what we need to discuss about new females. No problem. Got my brother Swift right here. Hola. Swift. What's up? <laughs> My name in song. That's the first time I've ever had that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dolphin friend right there. You know you got to have to hit me with that dolphin on the podcast, right? Oh, wow. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's my ringtone. She made that for me, and I put it on my ringtone. Wow. And could just be annoying everybody when I come through. <laughs> that was real flipper of you. <laughs> <laughs> she's dope. She's probably one of the dopest females I ever met in my life, man. She's right. so dope. You got the butt? Nope. Oh, I gave it to you. I definitely yeah. don't got it. Yeah, I did. Why is it still right here then? It was on the counter. <laughs> you got it. Hey, y'all ready? Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's already on. Yo, this is my brother Jay. You haven't spoken have you spoken to Jay yet? Yo. Whatever. Hold on, let's, uh, let's organize it. That's, there's that other chair over there. So let's uh, swing this chair around. Word. Yeah. Let me actually sit there so I can be on the hot seat. Go check on All right, this what's up. Man. That way I ain't got to fight around and do all that so y'all can bop through it. And I'll sit here and I'm going to open this up so you can see me better. Word up. Today we want to give some love to the female MCs. Of course, we're gonna talk about Bud too, but I got my girl Shane here to talk about the female MCs, give her perspective on that. And yes, we will be starting in a quick second. Um, I forgot to do something here. Back up in the so yeah, um, as far as female MC, change it down because again, hip hop has always been about. Do dominant. So right. I've heard that position a lot. And that, that hip hop is, is male dominant. dominant, right? And I don't know if I agree with that, right? So like when you go all the way back, like dudes will put out a record 
and then you'd have a dope female doing yeah, answer right. Right, right. So it was always some female presence right. there. You know, of course it's it's a little more biased and sure, sure but it was sure. it was something there. Uh, not even necessarily to keep it balanced, but it was it was a, a glass ceiling with a skylight. Feel like early hip hop probably had the same amount of women pioneers as we have women in hip hop today. Just their role was different back then. Uh, because before hip hop went corporate, uh, they were part of all of the processes. So they were B girls and they weren't just standing around with their ass out. They was actually fucking B boy, B girl, and then breaking right. and whatever. And if they was rapping, they was rapping. And they weren't talking about how they were sucking dick or something. They was talking about fucking rapping. You know what I mean? True. Like like anybody like else. Like a dude. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, right. it wasn't like, separated female right, male. Right, right. It was just, just y'all out here. You know what I'm saying? And we all doing our thing. Whether you be born or whether you, you know, whatever. Uh, you go back and watch uh, B Street today and see females in there. Right. That movie. And that's uh, something to bring that up too. Breaking, whether they, you know, on the dance floor or whether they're on the mic or, or they at the house party doing, doing a little graffiti. Do, right, right. Whatever. They were there. Uh, but it changed when I think it started to be about selling shit, and then obviously sex sells, and women sexy, so it's easier to sell that narrative than it is to sell, you know, this chick can rap. Right. Or she can rap, and she's got... She's gorgeous. Right, and she got a nice ass. So, what you think about, Shane? Unfortunately, unfortunately, that... But even, like, even like now, commercial the first MC, you have, like, MC Chirac, like, she was the B-girl. How you look versus how you sound. And I, and I think, right, like, and I'm, Shan, I'm sorry, I'm saying this and I'm going to let you jump in, but, you know, I feel like it was, it was taking the easy way out, right? Like, you can either step up and have lyrics and do your thing, or you can have on a bikini on your album cover squatted over, like, uh, Lil' yeah. Kim, hmm. right? So, <laughs> it's, right. you took the easy way to sell records. And now, and now here we are. You open up twenty years later. You you laid the blueprint that that's the way to get record sales and be recognized as a female. And I'm sure corporate, you know, the corporate uh, monster that be had something to do with that. Well, like we signed you, but we need to see some more skin. You know what I mean? Right. They do it to all artists. Not right. right. This is yeah. males because they got females artists. looking like females yeah. now. Yeah. Which is like, uh, yeah, yes. They got males looking like females now. <laughs> hey, yo, talk to us, Shan. What's, what's on your mind, baby? I think you know, Shan, MC Shan. Chirac. Shan? Can you hear me? What's happening? I don't know. I'm gonna hear you. Are you there? Yeah, she says she's connected. I think, Shan. Shan. You can't hear Ooh. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe she did a tunnel. Unfortunately, it happened, I think. Yo. Yo. All right, I hear you now, baby girl. All right. So what All I was right. saying was um, MC Chirac. I mean, even now when she performs, to me, she still comes off with, like, a female body. But at the same time, she can still flow the same as back then. She right. was a B-girl. She's from right. the South Bronx. She is the culture. But I feel like a lot of female rappers now, because they see Nicki Minaj making millions right. sex first, they I think they put their talent to the back burner, and that's why more females are coming out butt naked 
and nobody's respecting them. Because if I want to look at a body, I'm gonna look at a body. I don't even care what you're gonna say. Right. But I feel like back then there was a balance of little Kim could probably look like sex, but at the same time she could stand on stage with men and go in. Foxy Brown could probably look like sex, but she gonna stand on stage with men and go in. So I think I think there's a difference. I think both of those examples at the beginning of their careers, you could really point to their lyrical prowess. But as they advance in their careers, uh, selling the record and selling the image gave way to letting go of really honing the lyrical ability. Because if you, if you just listen to albums and singles from beginning to where they ended up, it's like, okay, you were actually pretty good in the beginning, but now it's like, uh Okay, because you sort of bought into your own selling of sex. You yeah, they get the they get into like corporate being like, nah, we want you to sound like this and look like this. Right. Even like, okay, look at look at um Cardi B right now. Okay. When she first came out, do I have when, to? No, I mean you don't have to. But <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> when you when she first came out, she was more so about listen to my music, listen to my lyrics. Now she straight look like sex, and her ass is starting to look like a bumblebee. Don't they all right? Don't they all once they get enough money, they all of a sudden start looking like an ant. Now you got a exactly. thorax. Why you got a thorax? You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. But is anyway, that you or are you still in turkeys? Right. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> Word up, man. So, I, <laughs> I think I think it's just and for for men and women, I think it's just you standing on like corporate necks, like I'm not about to compromise what I want to give out for the sake of what you want. So, people, so... All right. So, what I want to do, then, since we got some of our grievances out front, right? I want to oh, go I ahead... Even, I haven't even started with my grievances. I want to... I want to... I want to see where everybody first got in on that female MC. All right, so... For me, one of my favorite movies of all time is B Street. You know what I mean? Right. That has that's my staple. I, I watch B Street regularly at least once a week. This I know. Still. This mm-hmm. I know. Right. So and it was a scene in there where um it was three female MCs. It was Lisa Lee, right. Lisa Lee, Shake Shaw Rock, and um Debbie D. Right. And we all know Shaw Rock was from uh, Funky Four Plus One. Right. Yeah. Even though that was not my first, that was my first time seeing that, but that was, wasn't who brought me into the female MCN. Even though Shaw Rock was dope because she was around four other dudes, it was it was bombing. You know what I mean? My first one was Shantae. Come on, mm. mine too, mine too, mine too, mine too, mine too, mine too. Yes. <laughs> and the reason I say that Shantae wasn't about that bullshit. No, she was. She was attacking. She was like what, fourteen, fifteen. Fifteen and years she old. Was a, she was. She, she was. was You're battle rapping Run DMC and KRS One at fifteen. Man, listen. Yeah, she was the first this MC for female. Woo! Lit them up. Did uh, have any of you seen the the, the Netflix? I haven't seen it yet. Um, she was. She was. I mean, that was one of Marley's greatest decisions. <laughs> right. And and the funny thing about it, I read about it, about how it happened. It was like um. It was her, Molly, and two other cats, 
after UCLA had dropped that shit because she was trying to get in. Right, right, right. Sorry, but, you know, they nobody wouldn't let her in. So she was like, fuck, I'm going to go ahead and diss these cats. They think they dope. <laughs> mm -hmm. And she went in and they didn't like her. They was going to sue her for that shit. But the, the Roxanne roles started picking up. It was like, well, over 108 different Roxanne songs. Right. So, you know, why would you just want to stop that money from coming in? But when you look at the history, the first one, hers. Right. Them the joint. Those joints that you know. The right. rest of them are just kind of lost in history. Right. And I'm, I'm not somebody that's got it on vinyl and right. break it out. Exactly. But even with that, with Shantae being Shantae being Shantae, this chick right here. Then, yeah, oh, man. Right. So I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, Chantal, this is we got MC Light playing in the background right now. Right, but it, I have her as my number two. Word, 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 word. Exactly. So we didn't want to play it too loud because it was hard to hear. But uh, but yeah, we definitely got Light playing in the back as one of our uh, as one of our pinnacles that we're uh, that we're all fans of and always have been, always will be, and definitely will put her up <laughs> against many an MC man. Uh, gender aside, look, Shantae was my entree in right. email and seeing. Right, but life was when I was like, when I stopped thinking of, when I stopped saying female, female, and female and right. right? And I was just like, your life is dope MC, not a dope female. No. Right. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, yeah, exactly. And uh, what's funny about that is, uh, for me, just knowing uh, some of how she came about, right? You know that story, right? Yep. <laughs> about, <laughs> About Karen's one. Heard yeah. Story. Tell the story. So, so anyway, back when she was trying to get on, you know what I'm saying? You know, you shot from the tapes and the demos, whatever. But Karen's one heard her shit. And uh, the nice body. <laughs> right. And basically was like, you need to just, <laughs> go just back quit. To the lab. Go back to the lab. <laughs> she told her, don't rhyme. Don't do This is not for you. Rhyming is not for you. Which is so crazy. Um, but it's that kind of stuff that, yeah, he's so powerful. Uh, it's that kind of stuff. That got her to write shit like 10% this. Right. But now, wasn't it so like, crazy? Now, help me out with this because I might be remembering this wrong or telling this wrong. But like her dad owned the label that put out Audio 2. And she like, was, yeah, yeah, and she yeah, was yeah. around when those dudes were doing their thing and they became super cool. So they was like brothers. Right, right, and right. They helped her get her shit together. Right, and, right. And they put her out. Yeah, man. That was, that, this was the first. Uh, but see, oh, even, with this, even with this, even with this, saying, this is not the one that I'm trying to, I, I got on my, my uh, computer at home. Queen of Rocks was the one that she came out with that dissed everybody, that right. dissed UTF on them. But of course, iTunes is a bitch. Right, right. So they ain't got it. <laughs> right, right. Fucking iTunes. Fucking iTunes. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shit missing. Uh, but they don't know. They don't know. They don't know what hip hop is like that. So I guess that's why. But or the labels are defunct and they just can't get the rights to shit. Right. Storage unit. You know, somewhere. It's like the bigger, there. the bigger distribution houses, the bigger labels bought up all of the right. The cold chicken and, and all of that stuff. Right. It's in a catalog somewhere. And to be honest, if you think about like the, the twenty somethings and the thirty somethings that's running that shit now. They don't know. They don't know nothing. Don't know they don't even know it's valuable. It's just right. in the basement somewhere. The masters are locked away. In right. It's terrible. It's terrible. So, uh, so yeah, MC Light was that first one that was not sitting in the back of the class anymore. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she came out and bust that door open in a major way. And 
you know, I had a lot of other female MCs coming for her head, which she took them all out. <laughs> which is also fucking great for the time. Exactly. Uh, to hear good battles between, you know, the femininity on the scene at the time. I mean, right. couldn't nobody touch that. Um, yeah, she was killing her, man. I loved it. Uh, and I love that she still has it. Right. And has continued to make money off her voice even when she's not rapping. And just, and somebody, one of us sitting at this table almost, <laughs> was almost on the dating scene with this chick. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. That's, 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 yeah. that's terrible. That's terrible. That's yeah, terrible. it is terrible. We, <laughs> we connected when I was out in L.A., chatted a little bit. We're supposed to get together, and, and it just kind of hit the heavy me. All right, so. Like, I wish he was there smoking with us, because that makes the shit <laughs> really fucking interesting. Okay. Oh, by the way, we're smoking Purple Punch, which is, um, obviously, it's purple, but it's, um, What's mixed with it? Uh, it's a hybrid. It's a granddaddy and somebody else. It's granddaddy purpose something, but the other something was fucking heavy, heavy as yeah, hell. Heavy. Which is why it's called purple punch because yeah. most perps don't really sit you on your ass like that. It's more of a chill vibe. This one kind of goes yeah. at you like a like a like a robber in an alley. <laughs> oh God, Batman parents. Right, right. <laughs> like somebody ain't coming out of this fight. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. So that's what we're smoking while we're discussing it. So uh, one of these days we have to get you on that part too. Um, All right. So Shad, if 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 light, if we can agree that that light kind of really kicked that door, kicked open please. the door for the modern female MC, who walked through it next in your opinion? Uh, I don't know, cause I got MC Light as my number two, and then I got Roxanne as my number three. Who's your number one? Bahamadia from Philly. Yeah. Bahamadia. I feel like she had like a jazz influence that everybody could relate to, but she still had like a flow. Yo. I mentioned that to uh, to, to, uh, to when we was uh, when we was discussing this earlier in the week about doing this, and uh, we're naming we're naming MCs who were uh, definitely um, on that level, and I also mentioned Bahamadia, and we're trying to I want to find this track right now that you ever listen to Ronnie Size? No. It was like drum and bass. She was rhyming over some drum and bass. Yo. I think it's under Ronnie Todd's joint, right? It should be. But it's in the playlist, right? Playlist. It's in the playlist. Hold on. So hold on. So wait, wait, wait. All right. Uh, so so tell it. Yeah. Why, why you vibe behind the DM? Talk to me. Cause she just she just had a mellow flow, but she could still catch it with jazz sounds. Oh yeah. And it it, it was just more relaxing. It's like that Philly vibe that you look for. Word. Word. She had this cool monotone delivery. But it still gave you the emotion of what she was trying to get across, which was crazy to me. So, you know who else used, um, I won't say used her style, but also fell into that genre post-Bahamadia? Ladybug Mac. Jazzy, one note. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. So, I mean, you know, maybe we can credit Bahamadia with creating 
the type of ladybug mix that are out there with that sort of flow. Because you're right, nobody else had that. Nobody else no. was doing that. Nobody, nobody else still does. Nobody, really. right. Male or female, nobody really does. I mean, this was very unique, and it, it still was, is. It was Google-esque. Right. She was having a female Google. I, I don't know. I, I don't I, I can't think of a record that I've heard. Oh my before. god, that would have been, that so been dope. dope. Can you imagine Primo making a track for Bahamadia and Guru? Oh, damn it. <laughs> god damn it. I wish I could go back in time. But go, go ahead, Sam. We're sorry. We're sorry. Oh, go right. ahead. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm smoking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else is on your list? Uh Who's on the number four for y'all? You know what? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I didn't really make a one through five. Neither did I, but I'm um, building one in my head. While I, have, I have people who, that, there is a number one, and there is a number one and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there is a number two. And then three, four, and five yeah. probably rotate for me, as does my top five MCs of any genre or gender. My top five rotate based on the moment. It's usually the same dudes, but sometimes one gets the other one, and I have to right. shuffle them around. It's kind of like that. But for me, I'm going to tell you where I didn't have a number for this person. Oh, yeah. You got to talk about it. But I want to put this on the map before I go any further because I, I might forget about it. But this, per, this, this, this woman, I think, is the true master, is a true master. And not just of this game, but of all the games. She is Queen Latifah. The Will so, Smith of females. So, yeah. so hold on, so hold on. I'm gonna break down exactly why Lies, I feel this Lies way. Lies on some LL. Now. This is this is what happens. Bigger than that, and this is why Queen Latifah from the from the jump. Uh, let's let's just start running it down. Let me see if I can move all this shit because it's a lot of shit. So one never ever had to try to sell sex or sell her body or rap about sucking dick or whatever the fuck. Obviously, she wouldn't, mm. but nevertheless, she could to sell a record, you know right. what I'm saying? Never and did. never had to do any of that. But she went from rhyming with giants like Daylight Soul, Native Tongue. She was fucking, she was fucking part of the Native Tongue. You know, she was hanging out regularly with, with Q-Tip and JBs and folks like that and ripping it. And not a lot of people hang with them dudes even today. She was there from the jump ripping with them dudes. But on the flip side of that, she wasn't just with flower-wearing motherfuckers. She also founded a label flavor unit and signed one of the nastiest dudes of the era, Tretch, you know what I'm saying? And hung with them dudes too, lyrically. And let's just say not just a label, a full-blown entertainment yep. company. Right, yep. right. So, Management, television, exactly. records. And she, which she, which she, success, she was successful in all of those. So not only could, was she still holding down the mic, she had a fucking hit sitcom that I still watch. It's in syndication, Living Single. She was on Broadway and won awards from Broadway with Chicago. She was in blockbuster movies and not just dumb movies like Soul Plane and shit, but like actual, like legit movies that people remember and she gets nominated for. She has a she had a talk show. She went outside of the genre and talk won awards. With, she won awards with jazz out. Jazz out. Jazz out. Yeah. Sick. What? Was sick. I was like, okay, she can really sing. Right. This chick can do and has done well everything. Look, everything. So she doesn't everything. even fit into so a list. I didn't put her in one through five all. because I feel like she's above all that. But I wanted to put that out there because she not just paved the way for female MCs, MCs, but just, she was like, she's like Will Smith. Will Smith. She's Will Smith. So I'm glad you said she's that. that so. fucking big, and nobody gives her a prop like that. They can go off the nah, Oh, Most importantly, she stayed true to who she exactly, was. Exactly, the whole time. The whole time. 
So two things. One, you missed the Pizza Hut commercials. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She does the voice for a lot yeah, of Pizza Hut yeah, commercials. Yeah, that's right. The voiceovers, right? Because she does the voiceovers. So, so I get I get engaged in a conversation about legends all the time because of the website or whatever. Right. And somebody asked me what my definition of a legend was, and I said a person who not made a great album was a great MC, right. but music was one way before they they did their thing one record and then after them music was different, different. yeah that's lots right music was one way the, the industry hip-hop business everything was one way she did her first album and then it was different right. after that she became the standard the gold star where you need to get to that's a legend. Listen, man. She's a legend. She's not on the top. That's five. what I said. She doesn't belong there. And, and, and that's why mm-hmm. I said she not belong on top five. Right. That's why I didn't put her in that category, but I wanted to mention her because, yes, she is the embodiment of power like that. Word and up. if I ever happen to meet Latifah, man, I will I, fucking I bow down Latifah. to her ass, <laughs> give her a big hug, thank her for her contributions <clears throat> across the board. I'm a fan, though. Like, I respect that shit. No, not a lot of people are doing that shit. Like when you say, LL, LL has had success in some of those areas, but not in all those areas. You know what I'm saying? And not as well as she has. Yeah. So she will sit, sit down, down, sit down, <laughs> sit down. You and your man, sit down, sit down, <laughs> sit down. Right, <laughs> right. So nah, nah. That's why I could only use Will Smith, and even he hadn't done as much different right. stuff as, as she has. She's, she's the only just, one of the three who's had who's a had successful that. entertainment. Right, right, right. Because right. it ain't like you know them dudes done done uh, successful plays and musicals on Broadway and that shit. Likewise, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't gone that far. You might have a game show here and there or whatever, but she's had a lot of shit. She's had it all. And success at all of it. Nah, bro, you're not touching my teeth, bro. So I wanted to mention her, but she's not my one or 1. 1.5 or two or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, Mike Swift is showing us a picture of him and Latifah. Right, from, you had a picture of that on the wall, right? Yeah, I had it in the, I had it on the wall in the crib. This right. is circa, oh, Jesus, 1998, 97. But she had a book. She put out a book, and this was her. She was doing a, a in-store mm. for the book. Right, right, right. Also, book, 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 author. Book, authoring right. books. Right. Let's keep adding to this list. It's crazy. It's crazy. I can't believe Yeah. It's a trip, man. It's a trip. Moni Love, where is she? Uh, what do you mean now or on, on, my on list? your list? On your list. She's doing radio. She's right. doing radio. Well, I, 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 <laughs> she's pretty good at it. <laughs> um, so yeah, what well, for you ask me or you ask Chance? Chance. Yeah, Mike was asking, where's Moni on your list? She's not on my list. <laughs> what? Mine either. Mine either. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait, 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 So I don't. I didn't follow her career, so I don't know what other what else she dropped to do that had me moved. 
but I feel like if she had it, I would have heard it, or you would have told me because it would have hit you. Right. Something. So not that she's not, <laughs> not that she's not a good MC. Right. Not she's dope. Rap, but, but she's, she's, not, she's not. She's never listed. If, if I right. if I put if I take any name that I ever thought about putting on a list and put her against one of she loses. Right. You know what I'm saying. So that's how I know she don't deserve the list because I feel like she wouldn't be able to hold her weight against mm. the people on my list. Not that she's bad. If I did the top 100, you make it. She would make my top 15, okay. uh, not because she's the dopest MC in the world. Now, right. when you put her in her time, when, right. when right. rap was going from a um, basic kind of AB pattern, right. AB, AB, AB pattern to oh, she was quick. more doubled oh, yeah. up lyrics, she, she was, was quick. quick. Yeah. She was very quick. Yeah. So when I put her in her time, she was an innovator in her time. So right. that'll put her on the list. Um, and that she was kind of right there with Latifah and Native Tongues and that. Right, right, true that, but, but that's why. She'd make why. my 15 just because of her cultural relevance. Gotcha. Uh, okay, 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 I feel that, I feel that. Who was your number four, Shan? Lauren Hill, because she went from the Fugees to just getting Grammys out the music. Wait, wait, now what was that? Hey, come again, come again? Hold on, wait, because I, I think I think I feel you on that. What, what you say about that? Lauren Hill. Yeah, yeah. Because she went, she went from the Fugees. Right? With two other men, and basically spotlighted the whole shit. Right, right. Because you're not gonna listen to a Fuji's track and not wait for her to come in. Listen, I was telling, I was telling Zong earlier today, the only beef I had with the Fuji's was that I, oh, I got tired of fast forwarding my motherfucking tape past the other two lame <laughs> to get to her verse. I listen. couldn't listen to the album straight through and enjoy it because them dudes were so whack. But she was so dope, and I didn't understand how come you ain't solo. And when she went solo, she fucking dropped the ball, B. You wasn't rapping at all. You were sounding like motherfucking Diana Ross, and that's great and all for you, but you shouldn't have wanted to rap out because you wasn't rapping, and you ain't never rapped again since because you lost your fucking mind. So, no, you didn't make number one for me only because of that, because you could have easily. But then I might as well give number one to, uh, you know, um... Uh, somebody who just doesn't rap at all. You know what I'm saying? Let's put. Uh, I don't even know the R&B singers. That's how much I don't listen to R&B. Right. <laughs> I can't even so, name anybody. Mariah Carey's another dope rapper. Her rap album was tight, right? No. Oh God. So, so Lauren, I, I rap album. So I could listen to Wyclef. I wanted to strangle Proz every time that dude got on the mic. <laughs> he has always been terrible. He's, he's been terrible. He's still terrible. Every time I watch Chappelle, I think I, I think of uh, him in the Dylon scene, and he got choked up. Like, nigga, you are Dylon. <laughs> so, Lauren, anyway. like, I'll say Lauren's first album is a is a classic, <laughs> right? And, and uh, right, right. You know, that's the point. It's the only one. Right. That album is a it's a classic, especially Lost Ones. The joint is playing right now. I remember yes. getting that on sure on on white label vinyl. They didn't even have the, the artist right, right. on it. It's just like here, play this, and I heard it, man, and I was beating it up in the clubs. I didn't care if nobody wanted to hear it or not. But but I, I'm kind of right there with Jay, right? She she stepped and, and God bless her for being like the double threat, you know, right, singing right, rap right. or whatever, That's like great, taking nothing from the talent. But she stepped away from hip hop. And she was being her true self. That's cool, but she stepped away from hip hop. Right. That wasn't her fault. She she fell in love with a Jamaican man. They do things. <laughs> okay. That was not her fault. That was not her doing. <laughs> but it still got done. But it still got done. She still of course. Right. Right. You still didn't give me the album that would have sealed it for you, because after this one really dope song on here, I can't remember this one. 
What's your song? Like, you don't, you don't, you, you don't think Final Hour was a dope track? Like, if, if you Final Hour is sickening. If you try to put this album in a pure hip hop category, it will fall short. If you put it in a category and, it, and say, okay, was this a great album? Sure, and it I agree with you. It album. was a great album. It was a great album, but I'm not talking about great albums because then I'll be talking about Bjork and Prince. I'm talking about motherfucking hip hop, and this is not a straight mm. rap album. And so I can't say you the best rapper when you ain't on the rap. Oh, yo, and, and I might as well give it to dude who rapped in Tony, 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 because you did a, you know, but, you know <laughs> the fellow, quite a nice fellow. Yeah, yeah, they know rap yeah, albums. Yeah. rapped on that song because the rest of it was. And I'm gonna be honest. The only reason for me that we're discussing this is because it was a good album. Right. We're talking about her being an MC, a great MC. Right. She doesn't make any of my list. I think she's again cultural relevance. Awesome, great album. Awesome. The, the point you made, Shan, of outshining the two dudes that she was with. Right. She's awesome. But is she a, a dope MC? Even in her time, like not of all time. If if you look at just female MCs in the '90s, is she the dopest? I think no. so. Because who else was rapping like this? Like, because it, it was Eve was around that time. Kim and Foxy. This was, was a little before Eve. This was like Kim, Foxy, Brat. Um, oh, she got all them easy. Nonchalant. She does not have Brat. Brat is a beast. Mm, I don't know. Bro. Her. Oh my God, the way she flips words in her verses. You can, please tell me you got some Brat on here. I never not, liked it. Not functified. I never liked it. I never liked it. She could freaking rhyme. Dude. I mean, she probably sound good if we just had her on the street freestyling here. But anytime, anything that I had to buy or listen to in a, in a club, nah, I, I, I never felt it. She was too mainstream. Content-wise and mainstream, absolutely. She could rhyme her ass up. Right, right, right. Um, what you looking for? Ah, shit. I don't know her albums that well, dude. I ain't going to front. See, and that to me that would disqualify. Well, but I don't really know anybody's albums that well. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I live in single world. Right, yeah. right, right, right. What's the right? What's the thing? Because me and this dude would just be riding around water for ten hours at a time, trading CDs and tapes, <laughs> <laughs> listening to albums front to back and shit like that. Right. Okay. All of this stuff. Okay, what? Uh, and and I'm just asking. I'm trolling. I mean, I'm trolling right now. Cause, cause to me, I put Missy Elliott on there. Then. And that's what I was about to say. Lauren Hill. That's I, who I have next. That's my number five. Right. Missy's Missy's just, cause, cause, cause I think I think Missy's talented. You know what I I think yeah. she's a talented performer and a bit of a fucking show clown. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to rhyming, she's not. Well, and, and right, right. no, let me give her credit for this. Right. She's a great producer. Writer. Um, she's a great writer. Right, she writes people too. She she knows how to pull together the elements right. to make a, a fun right. hit record. However, rhyming? Guys, she wouldn't hang with any of these. She's garbage. She's garbage. I feel like I feel like she's innovative and fun with but what it. I'm saying it's is not to be taken if, as if like. If we damn. don't give it to her for singing, I'm gonna have to give it to Missy too for not oh, rapping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I give it to her for all of her. You know what I'm saying? So so therefore she makes somebody's top ten. She's, a, she's also an amazing business because because of those things, right? So if we're gonna give her this credit, but there's one album in 30 years, and everybody still <laughs> says she's number one or whatever, then I gotta give it to Missy also at some point for being the innovator that she was and bringing what to the game what she yeah. brought, which did change, right? Like you said, yeah. Change, change, change music. She changed but, music. But it so, kind of changed but, the way but, people approached presenting their music. Okay, right. well, let me, let me say this because I was about to call her something and I didn't. Uh, just to move the conversation along, but did she change it, or did she follow Busta Rhymes' lead? 
Yes, Buster Rhymes was innovative for a minute. I have another interjection to make there because I wasn't going to say Buster. I was going to say it was Hype Williams. Boom. I was because the game. Them directing all of this all and giving them right. these ideas to look. It was, was, was a high bougie vision. Fish on, hold on, hold on. That was all high bougie. That's got a bottle yeah, of right, right. it, yeah. like, yeah. so, so that was a high Williams' influence on the culture, which was not to be underestimated uh, because Hype Williams was a big part of the, the look of the yeah. car at that time. Everybody's shit. Everybody's shit. Belly, belly imagery just set the scene, period. Right. Right. Once we were able to, once we realized that we could reach audiences with these creative videos, that dude was in charge for a while. So and really anybody did. who got the hype to direct a video blew up. Yeah. Whether he was garbage, whether it was hot, whether it wasn't hot, but if you saw the video and it was dope, you was going to Right, Carrie, honey, yes, that, that was shit part was of that. ridiculous. Right, that was part of that era, you know what I mean? So really, the world's vision, physical vision of hip-hop in the 90s was Hype Williams' vision. vision. Right, yeah. hip hop in the 90s. Right, exactly. That's fucking crazy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. The game. I mean, name somebody who you didn't listen to back then that didn't have Hype Williams. Right. Whether it was like mm. Puffy or whether it he was did all guys, of the video it made. didn't matter who yep, it was. If it. it was played in a club, you probably had a Hype Williams video. video. And yep. I was playing in a club you back playing. then. And I probably played every record that he played. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit. Mm. She's my number Rob one. Rob would be in my no, top two. two. She's, She's my number two. She's two. I'm sorry. I misspoke. She's my two. Jean Grey is my number one. one. She, Rob would be my mm. three. Jean Grey would fry the whole field. I mean, like some, like some hush puppy. <laughs> Jean Grey, she's uh, very unexpected. Woo, man. This if anybody who regularly checks Pharaoh Munch and Talib on records can and also <laughs> Black Thought, she checks all of them. Anytime she's on the track with those guys who are the pinnacle of all hip hop across space and time, she checks all them dudes. And anytime she's rapping with them dudes, she usually mm. makes them uh, dudes so can't even check them dudes. Dudes can't even check them dudes. She checks them. Going yo, scoot over Talib and bust. Talib has never called her on anything they've done together. I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. And and I don't even have to own the jeans. She right? made Pharaoh and Royce the 5'9 bow down. And Royce Pharaoh and Royce on the same track? And she was better than both of them? That was a crazy track. And she got mm. the hottest verse, yo. Nobody's touching that on, across space and time. Nobody's this is touching my frustration that. with Jean. Who we? The only Ooh. people who really know Jean Grey are like heads. And I know some heads that if I said Jean Grey, they would they right. like the X-Men. Right, right, right exactly. They right. wouldn't know. But and I don't know if that's her fault. I know, and I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying that's my frustration. Right, 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 exactly. right, right, right. Because right. here's the thing. The, 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 the commercial underground, there's a such thing. <laughs> well, most things that people call underground are like, still commercial. That's not underground. Not, right. so, 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 like, so the commercial underground and now almost the mainstream has their version of Jean Grey, who is Rhapsody. Yeah. Right. Rhapsody is the people's Jean Grey. <laughs> you know, like you're digestible enough to make mm -hmm. these commercial records. You still consider an underground MC, but you're getting played because you're rapping with uh, K, K Dot. Right. Or you're rapping with. Chance to rapper or whoever. Right, so right. you're on these guys' tracks. You, you hang out with Jay Electronica, for God's sakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, people know you, and they know your name, and you are sick. 
based on that, I right. believe. You're just not my cup of tea, but I do think you can rap. But uh, Gene was catch you in the alleyway and you would not come out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Lyr- lyrically? Nah, man. And so you yeah, will take Gene, your lyrical so, so, wallet. Yeah, Gene, right, right. You will get held up. And Gene is my number one for that reason. She will stick to the and then, oh, here cannot be stopped. Wordplay is dope. I am. Intonation is dope. The, the, the metaphors, Timing is the similes, dope. the timings, the metaphors, similes, is dope. The references she pulls that are not mainstream references that make you take a second to think like, yeah. oh, she just said that. Yo. Subliminal effect. Yeah. Period. Say it again. What's that? She don't take no breaks. She just keeps coming. Right, right. <laughs> and look, and each one is a power punch. It's a knockout blow. It's not like I'm going to fill a couple some bars jabs, with some jabs, bullshit. Jabs, and then oh, come geez. with my mm-hmm. little punchline and go back to some bullshit and then hit you with a line. No, every single word is a line. How is every word a line? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's manipulation. A whole verse is quotable. Right, right. <laughs> you know, the whole fucking thing. When you can rap with, at the time, LP and Big Just right on wait Lyricist Lounge on wait when it was the Juggernauts what it was Company World and it was Gene Gray oh that was some of the that is the real scenario <laughs> that, that is the real scenario that was the scenario tip and vision man <laughs> yeah this is the scenario yes when I heard her then I was like this is the motherfucking number one you know that was it <laughs> I was like I don't know who this is motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, so so with that being the bar that is set for other people to make it to to be considered, that's why I don't have a lot of numbers floating around on my list. Cause I mean, fuck. Uh once I, you know, say Jean Gray, if I was to put anybody that we were just discussing anywhere close to that number, I'd be it'd be foolishness. Crazy. I don't I don't know who can go I don't know how many, you know, who right. who's next that's close. No right. now, right? The next closest for me is Rod. Rod yeah. Right, which is why she makes my number two because Rod Digger hard Rod again, Digger. just like she was rapping with the likes of uh, just like Jeannie was rapping with the likes of uh Pharaoh and whatnot and holding their own. Ain't too many motherfuckers in the history rap ever rap with Buster and not got outshined. And she raps with Buster fucking regularly and holds her weight and sometimes sounds, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that she, she makes him walk back a couple paces because she can fucking rap. 
And she always sounded like that girl in the hood you did not exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's and her lyrics sound like that. Like then do not want to fuck with you. And yeah. the tone of her voice is yeah, like, it's, it's, like it's, nah, her voice. She's, yeah. got, she's got an awesome growl, man. You don't say nothing to Rado. <laughs> you can pop off to the mother dudes. Don't say nothing to her. <laughs> she's like in the face. Yeah, she is. Mean, she got even like her verse on the touch it remake. Man. I was like, okay. Okay. Listen, she got this. She got this joint that came out not too too long ago, and it's with this dude. His name is John Connor. Mm. I don't really know much about the dude John Connor other than he it was a slick borrow from Terminator. Mm. Uh, you know, John Connor. He's done what he pays his now. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Now, John Connor had this track with Rod Digger on it, and it was actually a track that had a Terminator reference about coming back from the future mm. and busting up some shit or whatever. But this chick's verse in that rhyme, and I mean, it was probably like 2014-15. I was hoping that there was an album following that, but it wasn't that verse, that lady, and her references, and her tying together past, future, present in mm-hmm. her raps. It was on another level, man. It was very, it was very, it was some of the most well done shit I had heard her ever do. And I was like, how can you keep getting that much better? And uh, I got a Rod Digger yeah. Storm coming featuring John Connor and Chuck D. That might be it. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember Chuck D. That's ill. Uh, <laughs> right, but that's ill. That's super ill. Uh, yeah. So, and then what? It, it was a, speaking of speaking of people that we think can rap, and we were discussing earlier. Rod Digger with Lauren Hill, right, on that track, Cowboy, on the score. The score. That was the best part of that whole album. Was <laughs> listening to them two chicks go back and forth like Run DMC. I wanted a whole album of Rod Digger and L Boogie mm-hmm. as some B-girls with nothing but some goddamn slapping ass beats, no fancy ass samples right, shit, right. just drums and hi-hats and shit, and two chicks passing the mic. That would have been the illest album ever. The, they, they were so well-suited for each other. And, uh... Is this going to maybe, maybe. Thank you for your courage through the dark years. <laughs> I Rip straight from Terminator. Yo, but love it. The track is kind of eerie. Yeah, right. It's got the taunting. The verse is very long.
You don't expect for her to still be able to do that. You don't expect yeah. for her to still be able to get better. You expect right. her to come with some old shit and she done. Right, right. Sounded old school or something, but nah, yeah. nah. That, that, that was track came school. out in 2014. That was, right, right. That's, that's what I thought when I heard it. Yeah. But I was hoping there was, there was an album of this sort of heat coming. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I miss it. And, yeah. I don't know how I missed that record. Yeah, she's, she's I was hot, still man. really into the website at the time. I yeah. don't know how I missed that right. record. Right. Oh, yeah, she's hot, man. Anyway, I got a break for a second. All right. So I guess the last thing is um, I don't understand these new. Man, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the only thing I know about current MCs, period. Let me, let me even walk that back. The only thing I know about current folks rapping, right, because I can't give them MC, I can't give them, I can't even right, right. label. Uh, hell, really, they're pop stars. But <laughs> the only thing I know about them is what pops up in in the news feed or on TV, right? I know them more for their antics than their abilities, and it's crazy. Uh, so people talk about Cardi B and how great she is. I think I listened to one record that had a verse of her on it, and I was like, she's awful. And I stopped listening. I stopped caring. Uh, what was the girl that, that was all the rage three, four years ago? Now you'll hear about her anymore. Uh, um, Iggy Azalea. She wasn't real. She was uh, a label trying to push an image of a white girl being able to rap, quote unquote, really good. That That's why crazy. right now nobody wants her. That was T.I.'s manufacturing. Yeah, he, 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 like, she should have had that stamped on that big fake ass, right? <laughs> yeah. but, but people were crazy. They were, they were, they were crazy. Over it. And I listened to it and I was like, she's garbage. Right. She's garbage. Like, not even her image just on, on the record. She's garbage. I can't, who else is out there right now? I can't even. Yeah, who's out there, Shan? I mean, there's a lot of females. You have Nitty Scott, MC, which people compare her to, like, uh, MC Light and a Lauren Hill together. Then you have Angel Hayes. Uh, Rhapsody right now, I feel like she gets okay play with other people who are mainstream. Um, as far as Nina Red Scott, that some people do features, but I don't feel like women MCs or rappers right now are getting that respect because they're not standing on next being like, this is how I'm going to do this. They're relying too much on somebody giving them the okay to walk in and be a certain image that they want. I don't think there's any female right now that's like, this is me, this is what I'm serving, voila. Nobody's doing that, whether they're scared or they're like, oh, you want me to go in half naked? I'll go in half naked. And then nobody wants to hear another half naked female artist. 
who's mediocre at best. Right. Right. right if you were half naked and talented, like, okay. <laughs> and, and then right now when they, I think the media hates for like a female rapper to have something to battle another female rapper on. They think, take it as, oh, you're hating. No. Battling is a fucking sport. You're supposed to. You're supposed to show how great you are to another female MC. Uh, men did it for decades. Why can't a woman do it? It's the cornerstone of hip hop, right? It's and uh, honestly, just in general, female male MCs, transgender MCs, right? But that aside, I think that cornerstone of hip hop, which you're talking about with the battling, has been lost before. If you said you were the best, you had to prove that you were the best. Right. Now, anybody just says, I'm, I'm the best. best. And they're never called upon to test it. They never have to beat the best. Because they, they say, put they put the this, they put this, oh, that's you know, females against females, and it's not that. Are you here to serve people or are you here to give me an image? What you trying to do? Word. Like I didn't come to your concert to hear you dance to see you dance on stage and wear a cute outfit. What are you saying? What are you giving? Are you giving me a vibe? Do I purposely feel like okay, shit? You said some shit. Am I gonna go home and remember that shit? Do I feel like I I got served a moment in time? No, I don't. Right. I, I think it's the difference between um, experiencing someone's talent versus being entertained. Yeah, I can be entertained by juggling monkey on a unicycle, <laughs> right? But I want to, I want to experience your talent, and I think just in, again, in general, in general. With, with current hip hop, I think that's the part that they missed, right? That that in the basement hunger that made you want to be the best, write your best rhymes, mm. and show up with your best delivery, and and it's like I'm feeling your hunger and your talent and your drive. And now it's let me lay down the tracks ain't even dope, but no. let me lay down this basic beat, the most basic beat I can lay down, mm-hmm. and and let me literally mumble on the record. Uh, I don't. Or let me let me go get a writer to write me something real quick. Yeah, no. at least get a good one. <laughs> I mean, who was it? Uh, Jay. It was like Jay's first choice. People was ghostwriting for him. Right. Diddy has never written anything ever. So Pharaoh wrote some shit. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people wrote. Right, yeah, but I mean, you could tell because I thought I was like, it was I don't know what this is, but this is Pharaoh Mosh. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I was like, wait, that's Diddy? That, oh, I know that. <laughs> I was like, that's totally Pharaoh, you and, know? And, and I, I went and checked, like, of course, you can't not hear that come through. Did any female MCs come out of his camp? Who? Diddy's camp. It was all R&D. Nah. No female nah. rappers. Nah, he's trying to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to pause. I mean, look, I, it pissed me off the other day. I'm in my car and I, I plug up my, my Pandora and I pull up the underground hip hop station. And now it was, it was Pac and Biggie and Bone, right? I was like, that's not underground. I ain't one out of here. So I went over to Classic. So I think, okay, yeah, I get some Run DMC. I get right, some right, right. Oh, LL, first album, LL. I got Dre and Snoop, and Pac. And I was like, all right, <laughs> okay, let me go to the 90s hip-hop, right? Dre, and Pac, and Snoop, <laughs> and Diddy. Right, it's hard, man. It's hard, it man. was the same records on all three stations. That's why like, we'd be doing playlists all the time. Yeah, and right. Playlist challenges and shit like that, because 
that's what people, you know, you got to think about the people that might be running this shit now. They're probably half our age, and that's that is their classic. That's what what was my dad listening to when I was growing up? It was pop, you know, because the dude was only twenty two, you know. So, you know, you know, I wanted to what, hear what they what, what, what was, Ultra no, Mad. That's got to be an hour play. Run right? DMC. I was, I, you know, it'll be rare that I turn on a station and be like. Y'all playing some New York with it's funky, like you know, ultra mag. Like, nah, anybody, nobody's gonna have that. I have to play it for myself. So we get into our playlist real deep. You know what I mean? Just because we're the only people that's gonna play the shit we like to hear. <laughs> I'm afraid to put in Pandora, Roxanne Shantae. Right. If they even know who she is, they gotta put Solange under it. <laughs> right, right, right. Crazy in the sky. Listen. Right. Totally. Totally. I just like, like it. it you could put in artists you know from my era into these playlists and these streams and they're going to be like search not found because nobody's digging for the real music of those times exactly it makes me sad right it, makes, it really makes me sad because a lot of that music man even if you take it out of its time still stands up it still holds up and look and, and let's be honest right so what is this 2019 we're still talking about run dmc Right. If I went I'm always there, talking about <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, If I went and talked to a 20-year-old, they'll know who they are, right? They'll right. know some of their records. Is that gonna happen with Cardi B? Right, right, right. It's like from 20 right. years from now, are people gonna be like, "Yo, be going, yo, you want one EPMD joint?" Yeah, Cardi like, B, like Cardi B joint. Oh, yeah. I had to, I had to struggle to remember Iggy Azalea, and that was what three years ago. Uh, yeah, me too. I was trying to, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to think of, I was trying to use her name for a diss, and I couldn't come up with it. And so I ruined the joke because I couldn't come up with how uh, this person because she was so whack I couldn't even remember the name, which is which is hilarious. So unmemorable. <laughs> it's, it's 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 hard because a lot of young teenagers now were watching. I think it was the Super Bowl and saw Missy on there. Was like, who's this new artist? She's not new. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be a lot of that because. Right. Nobody's really showing them the artists of that time. Nobody's really showing them the right. originators of this and that and this and that. And they're thinking everything is brand new. Right. True that. Why do we think that is with hip hop though? Right? Because if, what other genres. Right, because right. if I show kids now the temptations, they would know who the temptations were. Right. I said Smokey Robinson, they would know Smokey, they know Stevie, they know Diana Ross. Right? No, they would know the Rolling Stones, they would know they would Led know. Zeppelin, they would know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just their, their commonalities, Jimi Hendrix, you're going to know yeah. that. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like people are allowing corporate to erase the history of hip-hop, and they're blending in whites doing hip-hop, they're blending in other cultures doing hip-hop. Look who they had do Motown contribute. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, J-Lo? I didn't see I didn't see it. it. What? Like, why would you do? I didn't see it either, but why would you have J Lo be the like the face of that? So, uh, because <laughs> they was it was selling a moment and not listen. You know what I'm saying? Like J Lo legs look good. You know what I'm saying? That's why they wanted. To but do you're it. but when you do that, you erase. I mean, you here's erase the thing, but they always get somebody to co-sign it. So Smokey co-signed it, and uh, for like two seconds. Unfortunately, but you know. <laughs> John Lewis co-signed Hillary Clinton, but that's the story. But I feel like that's that's why like that nobody knows. You know, like, right, 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 right. It's not being it's, and it's not being repeated. It's not there's not a station I can turn to that's constantly playing that stuff. Like I can turn to if I want to listen to rock music, nigga. There is a '40s rock station, a '50s rock station, a '60s rock station, a '70s rock station, an '80s rock station, and then within those, it's classic rock, it's soft rock, it's hard rock, it's metal rock, mm -hmm. it's punk rock. 
but I don't have that differentiation of genres when I go to listen to hip hop. It's the black channel. It's just <laughs> whoever the black artists are that are playing at that hour, you can call it classic, you can call it new, you can call it old, but you're right, it's gonna be the same people. You're gonna hear some biggie, you're gonna hear some pop, you're gonna hear some puffy bullshit. You're gonna hear that same shit, but you won't ever dig into any of these, you know, hip hop stations and find loop pack floating around in there. You just won't find it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so they try. And I'll be honest, I think in its inception, they did a pretty good job. They they were never going to dig too deep, but I would listen. It was the boom stations, the Radio 1 boom stations that popped up across the country, and then they realized this ain't working because generally old school urban don't work. But um, if they did a pretty good job, I could hear Big Pop, Run DMC, Rakim, Kane, like Chump Rock, okay. Um, Try Daylight. You got a full scope of hip hop, of classic hip hop, and it was really easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. But then I could hear them start to narrow the playlist, mm-hmm. and it became very big pop, Diddy, Mace. It became very that with some Run DMC thrown in here and there. But like that whole native tongue stuff, I stopped hearing it. Wow. I started to hear more Coolio. Wow. Uh, 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 young MC, that kind of thing, which, you know, not the knock it, we rock to it back in right, the day. Right. But if I'm sitting down and I'm classifying hip hop, I'm kind of putting that in the rap category. It did what it did, but yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they, they tried, it just it didn't stick. Old school urban formats generally don't stick. That's why you'll hear the old school radio station. And it'll be playing your joints, and you'll rock to it for about a year, and then you'll go back and listen to it in a country station. Right. Right? Because those, there's a burn on old music. People just get tired of hearing it over and over and over again, um, which they could adjust by broadening the playlist. But that's my gripe from my radio days <laughs> and me rambling a bit. So, yeah. Anything else, Sam? Nah, that's it. I just, I just wish, I wish these females the best. Shit, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> things move in cycles. They do. I think we'll see. Well, Daddy, don't you know that things move in cycles? <laughs> the way that Bobby Brown says, and they like Michael. Michael. <laughs> uh, uh, but things move that's in cycles. Pop for everything. I think, uh, I think we'll see a resurgence. I think it'll look very different in in terms of consumption for us than it did before, because you had to commit. To music back then, mm-hmm. you had to make sure you had your twenty dollars. You had to drive to the store, get it off Physically the shelf, get it off. and right. own right. the whole thing, right. and consume the whole thing because you just paid twenty dollars. Right it. now, it's consumed in three minute, two minute bites that you can get on the internet for free. Mm-hmm. So, changed the landscape. It, it absolutely changed the landscape. It creates way more access. Right. Which is but, why there's tens of thousands of people yes. that can't rap instead of just ten people that can't rap. And or <laughs> it, it just gets harder to find because they get lost in the sauce. They get lost in right. It's too much of it. I don't know who you are in, in your entree into the into the, the industry. Right. But I got, you know, Jane Smith who's dope, but then I got Lizzie Smith. I got right I got <laughs> thirty-five more of them and I'm I'm just not gonna listen to all thirty-five. Right. So who, who I think as it cycles around, whoever embodies like the energy of the now social media space, but the talent and and focus of that old school rhyming type shit, they're gonna be the ones that win. And you know what else will help? 
somebody needs to become the hype Williams of social media for these cats. Just doing everybody's joints. I mean, but just to do it in a way that changes the game changes of social media, media right. how people are presented on social media. Because he changed how it was presented to us on television. Television was dead. You need to present it to me yeah. in my phone or in my tablet in that same way, or in my Snapchat or whatever the hell is going on. Somebody needs to take that to that level with music that matches that. It right. can't just be garbage music, obviously. But if you had somebody that was dope and you had somebody that knew how to put that, that together, direct audience, it, yeah. know, you know, so that it's in everybody's feeds and it's here and it's there and it's not, you got to turn and find BT uh, music channel right. and find some videos or some bullshit. Nah, or, you know, or download it for a feed from iTunes, punks. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's it, you find another way to create that fisheye lens metaphorically and get, right, right. Faces, and get in people's faces. That's how we got. That's how we know that. That's how those guys became household names and brands. Even your, your mama know who Busta Rhymes is not because she, you know, vibe out the scenario, but because she's like, <laughs> silly ass looking into the camera looking funny on something. Mom, like, who is this clown? Must right. be like party up in here was my joint. You know, Busta Rhymes had a song for him. You know, he showed up with Janet Jackson or something, or or uh, Jean A or something like that. You know, but. Everybody knew these faces because right. these faces was pressed real tight against these lenses <laughs> all in our face 24-7. And they don't really, again, it gets lost. And so, Do you think people look for that level of quality anymore, though? Right? When no. you look at, like, 99% of the crap that's on YouTube is shot with a phone. Yeah. Right? The audio is bad. The lighting is yeah. bad. The video is bad. I, I don't think these kids know what dope is, right? Like, now, what, now, because... Yeah. Like, our, I'll, I'll be honest, it, it was our generation right. that really started to bring down the quality of what was going out there. And now they're just like, oh, well, you shoot on your phone. I don't care. Now, the flip side of that is, in the 21st century, these things have become production studios. Yeah. So yes. you can get that quality. the same quality that Steven Spielberg can get if you knew how to freak your apps correctly. Right. And you got, you know, you can got you can get lenses that attach to the back of these yeah. things, right. and, you know, different things. You can end up shooting you really can really quality, quality shit on stuff the phone. On the phone. Man, I knew this one kid, but anyway, yeah. You can create some dope shit just with an apps. I don't need to jump on some professional right. desktop to be have access to the types of technology that is needed to create a hype anymore. It's going uh, to just need that person to do it. That, imagination yeah. and the talent to do it. Everybody's got, everybody can click on the yeah, same filters, but or or if they have like right. the right. effort to do it, because that's the same right. reason. Like if somebody's out here selling CDs, you still selling right. these CDs? I'm not. I don't want to listen to it because you right exactly. And the, and that and that happens. I still people. I, I, I see people that, especially if I remember, like like uh, we rode to Monster Jam on the train. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, last Sunday. And, uh, you know, dudes on the train still do stuff like sell CDs or try to sell batteries. Batteries? <laughs> <laughs> what, for a vibrator or something? Like, <laughs> can, can they be USB and shit? Like, check it out, man. Watch your charger. Yeah, like, I don't want any of that. <laughs> people still sell CDs, Yeah, man. nigga, we on the Tesla of Walkman. And these days, you got to give me right. like. You know, there no are no moving made. parts here. Ain't no money to be made in that. Right. right. But you're like, can, let me show you this MP3. Uh, right. No, I'll just go that. online and download, download it. Right. Like exactly. Right. Exactly. For right. 99 cents. That type of hustle is there, though it should be. It needs to be, again, that, that hype wheels kind of person will bring it to your inbox in a different way or create an experience where you want to go looking for these guys. But right now, I don't want to go look for anybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> three or four dudes I'm always looking for. Run the jewels, our face, and doom. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
enjoy the cast, but yeah, right now you know, I'm looking run the jewels y'all next, you know what I'm saying? Because right. everybody else just gave me something, so it's cracking, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. All right, so we'll go ahead and shut it on down. Word up. Shannon, tell them where they can find you at, babe. You can find me at Shannon Gets It Pod on IG, and you can find me on She Gets It Podcast. Other than that, I'm just out here surviving. Word. Love you, girl. Love you too, Lord. Thank you. Word up. We'll hook up. Thanks. Peace. All right. So, we are back. Word. Sorry about the break, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Took a break for a minute, fellas. We're back. You know, life got in our way for a little bit. But indeed, indeed. So, we want to welcome you guys back, too. This is what the... Uh, Beats, you know, bud, and bros. This is what the escapism is all about, exactly. man. Exactly. We, we couldn't escape for a minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get stuck, man. Sometimes you get stuck. Uh, so man. we were stuck in our in our, in our our loops, and uh, we're back, man. So it feels good. Uh, the weather has changed since the last man. time we was out here, so it's nice. Um, yeah, it's nice. I'm enjoying I apologize, because you all got the greens, and shit's harsh. Right, harsh right. the regular, but... Right, it's what we, what, we, <laughs> what we got, what we got. I just want to need less of it. Right, but anyway, it's number five. Got my brother number three. Three times number eleven. It's popping. We are the nineteen. We're here to do this shit again for y'all. Bring to y'all the realest shit ever. Beats, Bud, and my bros, yo. Shout out to uh, the three listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Word. <laughs> y'all just keep listening. Uh, that's all right. That's you do all right. apologize. Oh, I don't know if you. I don't know if I told you that uh, Thomas. Mm. Uh, Word is, up. What's is, up, Tom? He's a, a listener, man. He, uh, okay, what up, Tom? He, Tom. He, he was in Rome. And hit me up on Marco Polo and was like, yo, man, he was chiming in on the episode we did about the female MCs. Or, and he was wondering about Hypus one, yo. Ain't no ashtray either, because that's hidden too. Not Logan's uh, project. Oh. oh, but anyway, so today we're going to bring y'all part one of a part two. And um, I want any and everybody that's listening to please chime into this because it's very important. The topic that we're hitting on is a, is a harsh topic, one that's been in the media for a minute. Not specifically what we're talking about, but the overall the shift in the culture, the shift in the culture has been... Holding people accountable for right. misdeeds. And um, I want to thank my brother Three for bringing this up because I think we were just in a conversation. You had you yeah. asked me about it and you yeah. like, yo, so, have you heard? You should do a podcast on blah, blah, blah. So what I'm going to do is... um. Pass it off to you, bro. All right, so uh, basically, uh, coming from listening, you know, the, the making the playlists uh, challenge, which I hope, you know, y'all cats have, have attempted that because it's a lot of fun. But in listening and doing that, I was riding in the car one day, man, and, you know, I wasn't listening to one of our playlists, but I was listening to a dope playlist. And um, a track came on, and I mean, I was like, that's my shit. And it was called. Uh, the perfect beat, but not this one. It was Another the Talib beat. joint with Chris right, on with Chris it. Chris on it. Ooh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is dope. And I was thinking, I ain't really heard nobody fuck with Chris since In the incident. And I wonder if he's being Shunned. black, sort of bald in the industry, or uh, what's the haps? Which it'd be hard as shit for the industry to blackball this thing, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. So that's why I was like, did people turn their back on Chris after that? Right. Or uh, what was really the aftermath? What was the fallout of all of that? Because because he went radio silent more or less after the comments, or at least 
Uh, that's the correct radio sound. Radio he's still doing a lot of dropping albums on Bandcamp and stuff like that. Bandcamp and his own website. Right. He's dropping a lot of shit. So so I so that. Unfortunately, you gotta pay for this shit. <laughs> <So> right. now, <laughs> my money generally goes towards Bud. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> but you know, mad, sorry, not sorry. You know, madism, man. Like <laughs> Channel Live. Oh, yo, tell them what incident you're talking about. Cause we haven't hit. True that. True that. Yeah, I'm getting in there. I'm okay, getting okay. there. So check it. Check it. Check it. Check it. Um, there was what is this? 2016 or is it 2015? 16, I thought it was before that. Wasn't it like four, 12 or 14 or something? I, I was later than that, bro. It was like it happened when I was in LA, so it had to be 2014, 15. So, so nevertheless, um, for the story now. We're, so okay. we're listening to a Zulu Nation uh, playlist, which my boy put together, uh, the Shadows, and it has more or less. A lot of Africa Bambada and Zulu Nation tracks looking for the perfect beat, you know, uh, Planet Rock, classic stuff that the, that literally is the foundation of the, what we're doing here. We wouldn't be here today if them cats hadn't done this. Appreciate it. And we're at one time for the culture. But yeah. also the culture is human. And so humans Fuck have up. errors and, and, and malfunctions and misdeeds and problems. And so it came to light from an adult accuser that uh, African Barbada had uh, molested some some young boys during the early Zulu Nation days. Ooh. And uh, this dude is now grown, or you know, it was more than one. And I think and he's, uh, all, one was in the Senate or some shit? Or yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, it's it's some right. prominent people. Right. So it was 16, it was the last article that I posted on hiphop101online.com was <laughs> October 15, 2016. Uh, and that title was Did the Zulu Nation Hide Africa Bambada's Alleged Sexual Abuse Acts? Mm. Right. 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 So, so obviously, just like anything that comes out of this vein, the, the order of operations is this. I come out and say, this person did this to me. Person denies it. Right. Immediately. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. Denial, denial. And then people start drawing lines. I'm with the accuser, I'm with the accused, whatever it is. Um, but it really, really, really fucking shook up Zulu Nation at the time, from what I could tell. Mm-hmm. And people were really like either bailing out of Zulu Nation and just dropping it all together, like I'm not even fucking with y'all no more. Right. Or they was, you know, standing, standing, standing together and going, nah, man, it's Zulu Nation. So, um, Anything I, y'all say about him, y'all right. saying about us, so y'all are against us. Right, so... So nevertheless, uh, I had more or less uh, lost the story and, and never really found out what happened. I'm assuming nothing, just like most of these stories, whether they're, you know, whether you're Brett Kavanaugh or Africa Barbada, shit happened. You know, you know, Joe Biden with Anita Hill, you know what I'm saying? It, it, nevertheless, uh, nevertheless uh, I never found out how that concluded. And when I heard that song come up in my playlist with Talib, and Chris, that's what made me think of it, and I was wondering, huh, I hadn't really heard from him much since all of that, because Chris had some particularly, at the time, sounded like some negative shit to say about the accusers. Right. You know, he basically, he was basically, uh, what's the role he was playing at the time? You know, if this was hashtag me too, he was definitely one of the people that was a naysayer. He was like, like that's some, what's the word he used? He used a word that was kind of condescending and um, yeah, 
I mean, he didn't say tomfoolery, but it was something like that, you know, in, in, in regards to these dudes who came out as, as grown-ass men accusing the band of doing this. He kind of said, you know, that's some bullshit. He's kind of basically bullshit. said that's some bullshit. And so people, you know, started looking at Chris sideways and jumped on him about that. And so that's what made me think about him being blackballed after that. But then I read a, a statement later where he clarified his shit and he was like, nah, you know. That's not what I meant. That's, that's Y'all not. took it out of content. And so basically he was saying that uh, if you show me some evidence of Bambada doing this, then I'll take the appropriate steps necessary to, you know, whatever. Alleviate this dumbness. Right. <laughs> Bless you. You need to answer Bless for you. your answer for your atrocities. But so far, I no evidence other than somebody saying something. Right. And he was like, that is not justice. Right. And so I can't get behind it. It's not that I don't believe you or that he did or didn't do some shit. I, you know, if it's this was a court. If this right. was a court. It's your allegation and his denial. Right. If right. this was court, man, you wouldn't have. Where, the, you where, know, is, where? where is it that you can prove to me if I was sitting in a jury that this dude did something and it's not there. So I can't make that. I'm not going to shun my brother for some accusations that don't have any backing. Now, and then again, I hadn't heard anybody say anything about him or the incident after his comment. Right, right, right. Because his comment is kind of solid, yo, in my opinion. Like, and that's how we should take all these incidents, but sometimes we get a little ahead of ourselves because there's been so many injustices to this point that people now want to place justice anywhere they can, mm. if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? So now, in the day when it seems like we're shooting towards you know, some people's equality, not everybody's, but... You know, people are quick to jump on the bandwagon of these people have been wrong, let's do right. But. And that is not even equality at all. Right. 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 What a true representation of equality is pretty much what Chris was saying. Right. It's. Um, you make the accusation and you should be believed. True. And you make the denial of the action, accusation and you should, and be, you should believed. be believed. That's equal, and then you let the process draw out what actually with, happened. With, you know, testimonies and evidence and all the right. rest, but there hasn't been any, at least to my knowledge. I don't know if you got some more information on that, because you did more digging than I. Well, it's just the one guy, and I pulled up the last article that I posted. Uh, Ron Savage. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll just read it. Ron Savage, the man who initially broke open the story to internet radio personality, star into the New York Daily News, shares more details of his dealings with Dambada. Mm. Savage now 50. The dude was 50. This was 2016. Right. right. So that's right. what I'm saying, man. That, like... Savage worked as an understudied Zulu Nation DJ as a crate boy, assisting with odd tasks for gigs and the like. However, things turned dark for Savage when he was 15 years old. Um, and just, I won't read all of his right, full sure. testimony, but it they sent a cab for him, he came over, went in the room, some shit popped off, mm -hmm. and then Bimbada left, and another cat came another in with his dick out, cat, and, right. and, and Ron right. Savage ran out of the, the spot, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, so that, outside of, I mean, there were no cameras there. Right, right, sure, right. Sure. Nobody's so got it, right. Nobody's he's got, got his, his version, telling of it, and then Bimbada, of course, right. had a denial. Of it. And then I think, and I, I don't have this story up, but I think after this, it was a cat that was one of the higher ups in the Zulu Nation came out and was like, "Yeah, man, he it was, was he, yeah, was he was right." And that was right, right. And so that's right. So that's the kind of evidence that I feel like 
if Chris heard these other founders say, yo, man, these niggas doing some wild shit, then why would you still say, you know, what you said? Hold on, I gotta... Uh, right, 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 indeed. And uh, from that standpoint, I agree wholeheartedly. I think where everybody took Chris's words wrong is, is one of the first interviews he did, he was saying, but do not take away what Bambada is to hip hop. So he was putting more weight on what Bambada did for hip hop than, than a man molesting a boy. Or at least that's how people that's took how it. people took it, right. Which is BS. Um, and you know, and it's a difficult thing, right? Because when I think of R. Kelly, when when R. Kelly got hit with all of that shit back in the nineties, as a DJ. I was done, man. Like, like yeah, B, I'm not playing your records. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, you know, his his impact on, on R&B is hardly what Bambada's impact is on hip-hop. If we're just looking at that end, that piece of it. but So it becomes a little bit easier to just be like, yeah, I'm not playing your records. I'll play Usher instead or whatever. But, right. Um, I, I know personally, I couldn't separate the man from his music. But then when faced with, you know, like, Bambada and what's going on with that cat, or what was going on with that cat, and my affinity for hip-hop, I kind of had to on some level. Right. Didn't feel good about it. Um, but nothing was proved. So I'm like, let's get to the proof part so I can make, so I can get off the fence. Yeah, because if it comes out and he did it, it's like, uh, uh, man, I can't really fuck with you. Right. You know what I mean? It's, you can't separate him from hip hop, even if you wanted to. Uh, Which but makes just it on a personal note, it's like, uh, yeah, I, I can't fuck, fuck with you. But what I find, I think, the most interesting about all of it is, um, Right now, where we are with Me Too, right, and uh, believe her, it's like our culture has shifted towards believing the accuser. And typically, what I hear is the reason that I hear is, well, why would they lie about that? Which you know, well, why would somebody else do that? You know, you know, it becomes kind of the why would argument, which anybody could play. But I find it interesting with our culture moving in that direction. Because we weren't there in, in 2016, but it was still a presence of that. This okay. in the culture. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. It's like Christmas. Okay. So, so, so the third B, we talk, we got beats and bros right now, but I got some bud coming. <laughs> and I'm excited. Uh, because, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, he's gonna be here in the next maybe 30 minutes or so. So y'all get to meet the brother. He sounds like a really cool bro. Uh, but instead of me doing all this, you know, texting and stuff, he's just gonna bring up all of this stuff and just open it all up and let's, you know, let, nice. let our nose do the, do the walking and, and, and pick out what I want like I'm at a shop. Nice. That's fantastic. That is, we've been looking for that. <laughs> Forever and a day. That's fantastic. When I say this nigga menu look like Baskin Robbins, I am not fucking kidding. 
So I'm, I'm, it's like Christmas Eve, man. I'm like waiting on Santa to show up. This right. is fucking amazing. So anyway, I missed some things. I'm back in now. That's where we are. I need to keep my phone ready, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Word. Awesome. Word. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's. Right. No, I was just, I was talking about um, how kind of we're in the Me Too and Believe Her kind of moment now. Sure. Which is, you this, know. This was before that. So I found it interesting that. It's always different, too. It is always, it. Nobody believes dudes, but anyway. I find it interesting that that through line was still in our our culture yes. at the time, but the way it's being portrayed now, it's like it was never there, you know. Uh, right. So I think that's interesting shit. Yeah, man. Um, it's as as Terry Crews pointed out, it's much more difficult, and as difficult as it is for women, not saying it's not. Uh, but for a brother to come out, not a brother as a black person, but a man of any sort to come out and say, another man took advantage of me. Um, there's a, culturally there's a different kind of dynamic that happens to you in your life if you were to so come forward and say that shit. I'm surprised Terry Cruz did that shit, honestly. Right. And, uh, good for him for doing it. It needed to be done. Maybe that'll help. That's, you know... Like this brother, you know, uh, if people were doing that all along and then making normalizing it so that we didn't have to feel so much. Yo. Are y'all feeling this shit like I'm? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I stepped out for a minute though. Dude, I'm so, a goddamn so, so I'm behind you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> what I'm working is on that? it. That's the mystery. Malcolm X. Anybody we don't know the name of? Malcolm X. Malcolm X. <laughs> Yo. So. I could see it on y'all faces when I came back. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, fuck. Yes. Oh Already? My. That's why I hadn't passed it yet. I'm trying to <laughs> I figured, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need to be on the same oh, wavelength. Oh, wait. <laughs> we need to right, right. Oh, shit. Right. I never freeze. Yeah, we, we, right, we wait. <laughs> we wait. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, it is, le- it is, it is, high- wait, not yet. I'm, Solid, baby. So, um, it is, um, what was I say? it's kicking in because now I'm forgetting what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sorry. Mel and Mel distracted me with his prophetic lyrics. <laughs> what is this, B Street? Mm-hmm. I think it's the last verse of this record. Yes, that's what it's on right now. When I don't say, don't be a slave to no computer. I didn't have no computers yet. Man. <laughs> what the f- where, where, where did you go and come back and write this verse? Exactly. I was, uh... I never went into a... You know, I, this was astral projection to the future type shit, man. <laughs> this was always one of my favorite hip-hop records. But I don't think I ever listened to it. Man, man, listen. I was on my way to work one morning when I was out in LA, man, and this record came on. I was like, oh, this shit brought me to tears. Every no, I couldn't listen to this for a while because every time that dude started breaking that shit down, my eyes get watery like shit. It's true. It's true. This makes me feel it. I mean, because that dude, it was like, and this was '84. This was like, it wasn't just I'm gonna write these lyrics. That was some shit coming through this dude. Like he was an antenna, a conduit for something else. And man, yeah, you don't get that that often, and and not just in hip hop, in anything, anything, art, paintings. You don't get that kind of connection, whatever the fuck is out there to connect with. And it ended like rah, 
What? what? <laughs> Man. I was in a Woo. bar one night and this young head. Unbelievable. Got me on the, you know, the, the top five, you know, the top ten. You know? Right. And Mel was in my top ten. Mm-hmm. And and it was the, the young head he knew about his. Right, right. And he was kind of like, Mel, Mel. And I said, I went to my phone. I found B Street. I right. fast forwarded to that last. last I was like, this is probably one of the best verses in hip hop of all time. Ever. And then I played Forever. it for him, and he was like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I mean, <laughs> to, to see that big of a picture and describe it, it in that scale. few words and have the listener understand and follow that shit clearly and completely. Man. And that's why this dude was so awesome. Because he was the only dude to beat that nigga Melly Mel in a battle. So that means you must be fucking crazy. Like, how? You got away with that? I'll always. Yeah, I can't ever front on Chris. From a cat who never set out to rhyme. Right. He never used. He was right. tagging, doing grip. Right. grip. And somebody busted him. I think as the story goes, somebody used was doing a freestyle and said something about him, like his shoes or something right, right, right. freestyle battle. And he was like, Man, I wasn't even involved in that shit. Right. He went home, got his shit together, came back out and just started busting in freestyle battles and <laughs> became one of the most prolific niggas ever. Yeah, yeah but so yeah, man, um, um very difficult. Culturally, what that puts on you to come out and say some shit like that right. about somebody else. Right. So, for me personally, you wouldn't put yourself, unless you're Jesse Smollett, whatever his name is, unless you're that, you don't necessarily go out in public and lie about such intimate and taboo type of shit. Right. Just to be shitting and jiving, you know, like. Because whether you get the justice and the dudes goes to jail or nothing, you just put, put that out si- there. On you put that out there, right? You can't ever go walk that back, you right? Know what I mean, and so, and people treat you differently as well. I, I look at all of it with a, a healthy dose of skepticism. And so I'm like, the accuser and the accused, right? I'm like, mm. right again, especially when it's high profile. I'm like, uh, what's really going on here? Right. See, that's the thing. It's not like he said it about, I don't know, who's got me in the bank of Snoop or something. I don't know. Will Smith. But, right, right, right. But this is a dude who's, you know. People in hip-hop don't even remember who he is. Right. This generation of hip-hop don't even know who Bambot is. Right. So, like, it's not like he's, like, culturally he's high up. Right. But not... You know, if you were looking for a check or something or whatever, right. you know, that's that wasn't that couldn't have been the goal of that. Um, he just had to get it off of his chest, I guess. Um, but also, I'll say this: I haven't done anything of the like. But if you ask me what the fuck did I do 15, 20, 30 years ago? I couldn't I tell you. Right. I couldn't clearly recall Mm-mm. what happened at that house party that one night in 1991. That night we skipped school and stayed out all night. I couldn't tell you. So if somebody were to say now, right, exactly, or who knows what the fuck else these cats was doing, doing too, because they weren't just smoking weed. Yeah, right. Back then they were, yeah. they were doing some harder shit. Exactly. That's because Mel was writing about it. Right. You know. 
some of them cats in Af- in Soul Sonic Force died of, of right. you know, cocaine abuse and stuff like that. So like y'all was living large, you know, this new breed of thing you guys are in the middle of creating is changing. You can see y'all have visions in y'all crew. Y'all can see this shit changing forever. You was high on your own shit. If nothing else. Right. You know, Kings of New York. It was Kings, right. Kings of New York. Uh, and as we all know, kings of any you know, sort tend to do bizarre shit because they kings. They have the uh, they have the authority and the ability and the and the, and the and the clout to command things of people that they didn't realize they could do until people start throwing it at them. Mm. And then you know you mix that with a healthy dose of cocaine. <laughs> And then you, you ask, like a cookie recipe, right? And right. Then, and, the chocolate chips, and, and then ask, some coke. And then ask these dudes, do they remember doing that shit if they are still alive? Right. Because a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't all meditating and vegan and shit back then. They were wilding out. These dudes used to be gang members. This is how they was trying to stop, right? Killing each other. So these wasn't no. Right. Needless to say, these dudes, you know, knew how to get grimy. Right. And was deciding, making a conscious decision to do something better. And uh, maybe not all of them did better. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll never, I don't think we'll ever get the answer or something satisfactory out of that. But it's just interesting. To, Somebody knows out of y'all. Anyway, somebody was there. Somebody knew. They knew how y'all rolled, man. Which I think is the biggest thing, right? Like, like, and y'all know we ain't got name. Y'all didn't have no iPhones, man. So if y'all was really trying to do the right thing, man, I don't get it. The, the, the culture shunning of Chris, Chris's response, which again, I think right. is a fair-minded response. Right, again, his clarification. His, clarification. his first response was very, like... You know, I don't give a fuck. Homophobic, right. you know, very old oh, really? school. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't no like typical Chris, you know, metaphysical answer. It was like, oh shit, you one of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? It kind of came across like that. And then after he started getting dragged, then he said, hold on, let me clarify what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's no Something like, um, yeah, I didn't know and, that's and, how it came. And so that's when I was like, I wonder if he got kind of blackballed, if he could even do that to Chris. But Chris kind of blackballed y'all the first, a long time ago, when y'all was whack, and he was dope. And right. he's never really been the type of dude to be fucking with a lot of crews and people and making right. appearances here and there. He's always been like, I choose who I want to be around, and they're usually going to be people that are lesser than me. So I don't right. That. You know what I mean? He never really recruited people that was too tight type of power to be around. around. Right. 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 Well, that, look, in my opinion, Chris. Look, that, <laughs> that blackballing is not just by industry people; it's by fans, right? Right. So right. True that. If he's not using mainstream distribution channels, he's selling his records on on his own on right. his right. website. Right. All it takes in the day of social media. Right. All it takes is for a little bit of backlash, right. but after hit his pockets. Right. So, mm. given that, I now I question. Right? Was his first response and reaction was the real truth? Right. And then right. the second one was just right. Just like any politician. Right. Just yeah. Like any politician. Like, right. Start looking at the numbers. Start like, dwindling. I know. Like, I didn't do that. Clean this up. Right. Because when you think about it, we think we're his core audience, right. and we're not. Right. right. It's like. Our kids' age, you know, or if you had kids when you were in your 20s, like right, right. that young, early 20 something, 
that 30 something they're yes. discovering this dude you know? right uh, right and, and to be honest it's probably a, a lot of uh, Caucasian liberals True that, right? Because, because you know what? They they were a lot of them kids' first exposure to hip hop because like Green Day have a song right. about him, or you know he was in he you know he does cross genres in very uh, unorthodox ways that like work better. So he ends up working a whole different crowd that's never heard of Chris. Mm. But now he's got to like like that one dude he fucks with uh, the white guy, Green, little 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 Greeny, little something like that, Green, green oh, something. Something. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but anyway, there's this dude, you know, he's kinda like this I don't know, to me he's kinda like this silly sounding white dude who uh, might have some freestyle skills or something, but it, you know, the yeah. topics are usually blah, you know, right. it's just kinda silly. Uh, even when he's talking about serious topics, it's, it comes off as kinda you know, parents just don't understand. You know, he's, he's got a very Silly way of doing stuff, but Chris re- frequently fucks with this Right. Too. They got an album together, I think. But anyway, I don't care. <laughs> that's how uninterested I am in dude stuff. Um, but yeah, but that's the audience. It's whoever that kid is reaching, featuring KRS One. Right. Boom. You know, which is, you know that Caucasian liberal. They're not gonna really put up for a bunch of homophobic talk, right? You know, right, right. <laughs> right. No, any, any any allusion to such, right? You know, whether it was sort of subconscious, you know, like right under the, you know, it wasn't very overt, you know. But right, but it was like yeah, hyper, mm, hyper we caught that, right? We caught that. Mm-hmm. You didn't say it. But I know what you're saying. Right. 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 That kind of shit. So it was kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. And then as I was looking up some of the stuff, I came across one of his most recent albums. It was called... I didn't, I didn't listen to it, but it was because I saw there was some backlash about one of the songs. <laughs> I was like, what? More? So I clicked on it, and it was... Um, fuck, the name of the album was dope, man. I can't remember now. I was like... Oh, that's, I see what you did there. That's really dope. Uh, I'm not to look that up. Uh, but basically, it was one of them, it was one of them albums. It was one of them cuts where like you know you shout out to all the fallen soldiers of hip hop kind of thing, and you name the folks Biggie and Tupac and uh, the guy that jumped over the trash can. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect, man. That's, that's the first thing that comes to mind, man. Man, me and Tommy. Cut, cool. cut. cut. Oh my god. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> I'm trying to bring what it back. What are we on? I'm trying to bring it back. I think we made a left when we should have just kept going straight. <laughs> and then. <laughs> oh shit, I don't remember what I was <laughs> Rewind the tapes. I think that might be the best. Oh boy. <laughs> Rewind the tapes. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Something about dead. <laughs> Why was that in there? <laughs> oh, oh boy. Malcolm X, you're doing your job. <laughs> oh man. Ooh. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see, it was a little greedy. It was Karis one. Oh. His shout out to the you know fallen soldiers hip hop song. Right. So in this song, he was listing off all the people that see them die movies or whatever. So he comes to um, Beastie Boys and he shouts out, uh, rest in peace, Ad Rock. Wait. 
<laughs> what? So the album, so the song, the lyrics were written, the song was recorded, there was a nigga on the other side of the booth, yo, yo, turn my headphones up, and then, you know, somebody else listened to it, they had a listening party, whatever, and you drop shit, I'm assuming, maybe people don't do that shit like that anymore, you just did it all on your iPhone and hit submit, <laughs> but whatever, whatever the case, somebody should have proofread you, because you shouted out to Ad-Rock, and that's not the deceased member right. of Beastie Boys. And those dudes are legends as well and was in your era. So right. it's not like you don't know who them cats are. Rest in peace, MCA. Chris. And so the album is out with this. With this wow. Dad Rock shout out. I'm like, wow. You didn't even care to clean that up, man? I like Beastie Boys, man. Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. That was amateur, man. Why you do that, man? That sucks for them. You know what I'm saying? That's almost like a diss. I don't even know who y'all Well, to, to say rest in peace to a nigga that's still that's alive, alive. That is a fucking diss. That's like, but this just motherfucker to, coming to Just because I can't even tell which one of you niggas is what. You know, I right. don't care I'm about that shit. That too. You know, yeah. I don't even care about y'all impact on the culture. I never, you know, like, I don't know y'all. Like, clearly, you, I don't know. Man. That sucks. That was, that was crap. Damn, Chris. But it's not like it was in a freestyle and you, you know you made a mistake or something. You wrote you that, wrote recorded that, shit. that, and you know yeah. mixed it down and shit. Right. And, you know, this kept having. You heard it more. Right. Uh, okay. If you, if you mix it, you, if you mix to a record a hundred times. Right. Thank that's what I'm you. So if you're doing you. all your own shit a hundred times, you believed that Ad Rock was dead. I'm like, what's really going on? That's man. not right, man. <laughs> Nobody was listening to it in your circle. It was like, oh, yeah, that's some heat. But then on this one part, you, you said, fucked up, yo. Right. Like, if I dropped an album and said, you know, something about, I don't know, Kendrick Lamar rest in peace or something, I'd be like, mm. but wait. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Man? Right. You need to get back in the booth. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, if I was like, you know, shout out to, you know, Dr. Dre, rest in peace, NWA forever. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> Dre's alive. You're right. That nigga's a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on. <laughs> We're all dead then. If that's the case, <laughs> right? I don't understand what you're talking about. My status is the same as his. Right. right. Like, whoa. Right. Who's right. 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 right and who's wrong here? Right. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah, man. So, so I stumbled across that while... Fishing for, for information about him and so like, Zulu shit. Ah, there you go, kid. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. And I was like, I'm going to have to go buy or find a way to listen to, rather. <laughs> <laughs> some, of your, some of your newer material. Because <laughs> I was like, ooh, I don't know if you just, maybe you're just getting old, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but still. Just an old dude now. <laughs> you know? With the uh, with the walker with the tennis balls on the end, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's just it's just slowing down. You know what I mean? Like you just, I don't know. Sometimes you know, just gotta take my path. It just happens sometimes. Man, like you gotta understand, man. You know, you're a legend regardless. 
It ain't like you just gotta be out here cutting up bill for every man. You made your mark and then some. And then some. I mean, we just said earlier you took out Millie Mel. I mean, right. You could have ended your career right there instead of being left legend, nigga. Like, that was already. That right. Was already right. That's like, you know, King Arthur getting the sword out of the stone. And nobody else was doing that. <laughs> the fuck, man? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So those are my thoughts for the moment, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was still also looking for, and I guess we can do that in the second half. Part. More recent tracks, if there are any, with KRS One with. You know, peer level features and not just somebody, right. you know, working for that one song for that one day. And, you know, like the last one I can remember outside of Perfect Being Talib, which is how I ended up thinking about all this in the first place <laughs> and started this conversation, is that I was like, I don't think he's done anything of that caliber since Talib. Because before Talib, it was him and um, Wise, and Wise's album. Wow. Uh, but wow. that was but that was still that album came out in early 2000s maybe yeah 2005 that's what I'm saying yeah. so I was like oh, wow. and I couldn't and then, and then Talib joint was 2000 what album was that it was probably like 2015 maybe ish somewhere yeah. around in there with that song Perfect Beat on there which is a fucking hot song I love the combination of it. them two right together the generation right uh, you know, and then the most recent one from that, and it was still probably around the same time, was him and your boy Hakeem mm. uh, from Channel, Channel Live, Live, which most people may not consider that a, a big feature, but Channel Live is one of them. <laughs> that, I mean, maybe not the more recent stuff. Right, right. But, we but, <laughs> but station identification is a fucking Ooh. classic. Just because they were rhyming so fucking dope. <laughs> Every song, man. Every song, and I might also say that it's one of few songs in the history of songs with KRS One involved <laughs> that somebody's busting harder than Chris. Yeah, noticeably. I mean, them guys were like killer whale sharks. Yes, that's not a thing, <laughs> but it was on them cuts because they were hungry. I mean, they were literally eating the soundproofing out of the booth. Them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> right, just on the walls, just in between. <laughs> Them niggas was hungry. You could hear it in every song. They were absolutely masterful of their domain. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but dang, you know, but again, like I was, that, my, my point to go back to that is right. everybody has their, their era or their age or their moment, and it doesn't last forever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it just doesn't. Uh, there's going to be people better than you that are going to make what you're doing obsolete because that's just the way the shit goes. And, and, and you gave them that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gave them that to aspire to, to be better than. If you weren't as good as you were, then people wouldn't ever right. try to rhyme or do anything better than that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody someday is going to beat Michael Phelps' record. Right. Yes. And why? Because they saw this dude when they were five complete this absolutely amazing journey of goals through the years, and they wanted to do that. You know, 
he inspires people, you know, that's what legends do, you know, they create more legends through inspiration. Right. So, you're, you know, you gotta be around forever. You will be just by the fact that people are gonna right. be better than you because of you. Because of you. So I say all that to say, maybe Paris fall back. Mm. You've done your job, man. You know what I'm saying? You can rest, man. People won't forget you. You know? So I think there's another So Again With the same concept <clears throat> You know We continuously do better As shown by the people before us Hopefully <laughs> At the moment <clears throat> But Over time You know That's what should happen So like Back then This dude Was Was Woke version 1.0 <laughs> He was the first woke man, You know what I'm saying This dude was waking people up You know Anybody who Aspired to be Something better than Whatever the fuck Was being advertised Probably You know From our culture From our You know uh, Ethnicity and whatnot, Probably has this dude To one of the guys To tip their hat to And go mm. You know what I'm saying Because of you I wanted to Right you know, I started reading this Or doing this Or you know I learned about this About my culture I learned about that About science Or whatever right. the fuck this uh, or oh, vegetarianism, you know that song. What's right. that song? Uh, beef, beef. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, they changed life. <laughs> Come on, man. Dude was helping people get healthier. Is that who was doing that at the time? But nevertheless, you know that was the most awake a person you heard on wax was more or less at the time. It is way past that now. You right. Understand? And so the shit that the type of shit that KRS talks now, people call like they just call them news a hotel, and it's like a. This, you know, like, nah, you know, like kind of <laughs> pseudoscience and everything, and not really right. no actual you know, data no more. You know, we want to, you know, we studying algorithms now, bitch. You got to come aboard that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they done advanced. You know what the what the what the baseline has to be to be considered a conscious Relevant, brother, right? right. Or, and, and that sort of thing. And so, like, you know, KRS comes and starts talking, and people kind of look at him sideways now because. They've done all that reading and then some. They've right. done all, you know, and, they, and, and they can, they're can they extrapolating different data out of it than you are now. And so you just, you're not as relevant, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, yeah. Like time, would, at some point, time moves past all of Right, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know? like And that's the natural order. They're not looking for you for to drop knowledge now. They're listening to Kendrick and J. Cole to do that for right. them. Or, you know, whatever, you know, like, there's a different guard standing out there right. doing that job now. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know about that cold dude, but Kenny is doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, like he was, he was, he was, he was right, 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 knocked right. on the door. Right. Yo, Jay, yo, yo, yo. Cup of milk. Kung Fu Kenny is sure, doing Kenny. his job. Yeah, man. A, man. That, yeah, so Kung Fu Kenny, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that Kung Fu Kenny is a replacement for KRS-One. He's not, but what I'm saying is that, you know, He's standing on KRS's shoulders. Exactly. Right. You know that's exactly proudly. As long as he acknowledges it, right? It's a lot of these knuckleheads. You know whether they're quote conscious or not, that they just won't recognize that they're standing on these other cast shoulders. Right. Right. You didn't. Your music is an extrapolation or an interpretation of. 
our shit. Of Africa Bambaataa. Right. 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 And, oh, right. and, and Rakim, Eric right. B, right. was an interpretation of that, you know. Right. All so right. it all starts right. with this thing and then it grows and it branches. And you can't at 2019 come out with a record and say, I changed the industry. No, you didn't. You just kind of kept going. Now, if somebody right. comes out with a sound or something that can't be categorized, right. like hip hop, right. when it came out, right. then yeah, you changed the industry. But otherwise, you I did some really song awesome. Leads. You did a great song. <laughs> you know, it was right. a nice song. It was right. a great song. You made some money. You did some notoriety. Did some great shows. But nah, you didn't do it. Right. Bambada and Chris and all them cats did. I'll tell you what, man. I don't know. I, I would love to see that dude's process for him creating though because his raps be so layered like are you are you writing something and then you then you go back and like sort of I don't know put another layer topic within you know like uh, bury something within something do you go back and study this shit or does it just come out like that I don't know man but that dude's crazy, man. <laughs> that dude's crazy, man. I love it. Like, yeah. And then just the fact that he's, I think he's that good, but then also he's also fucking hella commercial, too. Like, that shit also works for the masses, and that's unusual that that works for the masses, because usually brothers that rap like that <laughs> don't, don't get it. You know, I don't know if it's the Compton thing. Um, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, but I'm surprised as many people like him as they do, being that his shit is so much harder to follow and you have to be so well-read and versed in different things to really keep up and appreciate what Kung Fu Kenny's doing out there compared to the Futures or the right. whoever the fuck else is, you know, YG or whatever, you know, whoever <laughs> else the fuck is out there that people are listening to aren't really that smart, yo. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying and so it's very easy to consume that shit because there's nothing to eat it's just some, some empty calories it's, there it's, it's the dollar menu but that but that, <laughs> it's the dollar menu and that nigga shit is your mama's house right you know like like it's heavy cornbread and like you know like yams and you know things that have been simmered for eight hours instead of picked up in a drive through window that nigga shit be simmering man and it's like ah oh, ah oh, <laughs> shit fuck I ain't yeah, I ain't had to do. I ain't had to. I ain't had to do that in a long time. Like, but I think that's the difference between an artist and a rapper. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah and me I too. ain't knocking I do on some, rappers. I do an artist. I do an artist, man. Yeah. In our time, he's painting in this time. He's painting, dude. There yeah. are a lot of rappers, and they made some. Again, they made, made some, some songs. Yeah. It's not like I don't yeah. just like them cool dudes, but yeah, but but I don't go to them to eat like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I want to like, you know, there's a time when you want to turn on something and get more out of it than the beat was hotter. Yep. You know, and the beats ain't even that hot. No. Like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> or he can rhyme fast. So the fuck, what? What is he saying? What is he talking about? I don't care how fast he's rhyming. Right, right, right. I don't care. I don't care. But but if you can rap fast and inject seriously potent content, you got me. You know what I'm saying? You got my attention. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, that's hard to do, man. He does it swimmingly. <laughs> She's still there. Fellas, so we are right, back right, up. right. We need to uh, break because shit, that's almost out. Man, but you know, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. We'll get back at y'all sooner than later. Appreciate y'all. Call in. Let us know what you think. Thomas, where you at? Holla. <laughs> <laughs>